How old are you? 36. You're 36? Almost 37. Oh my god, you're almost 40. Not quite, but sort of. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yep. All right, let's hit it. Get off your text messages. You hit it. Welcome to Lisa Beats Your Meat, episode 34. I just learned Jimmy is 36 years old. Yep. Listeners out there, I'm going to need a new husband, one that's in the 30s, the the low 30s. I don't know if you've heard, but I get more handsome the older I get. It's one of the qualities. Are you going to start getting more distinguished and like revered as well? I have gray hair when I was like 22. Like personality-wise. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> it's all downhill from We here. just had a talk this morning. Oh, I need you to eradicate some some foul language from your your dialogues. Uh, did you guys hear episode 33? I just said the F word, okay? Like a bazillion times. Yeah, but I was upset. Distinguished. Okay. Moving on. Tonight's episode, we're going to talk about diets and how crappy they are and how you shouldn't do them. Instead, you should change your whole entire lifestyle and become vegan. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> we also would like to start with, we talked to Penny from Australia. Uh, she emailed us like anyone can, and we gave her a call and talked to her about her vegan journey. Penelope, which is like the coolest name ever. It's so cute. I really like Penny. That name. Um, anyways, we talked to her, so we're going to enter that in um and let you hear that so tonight we have a special guest all the way from australia penny has uh emailed us and let us know that she is an avid listener (laughs) and so we have her here on the phone and we'd like to ask her a few questions about how she became vegan um you know how that started and any questions she might have about being vegan since we're obviously the experts right jimmy not even close, but we'll <laughs> give it our give it our best. All right. Hey, Penny, how are you? Good. How are you? We're doing great. Um, so where in Australia are you? Um, in Melbourne. Melbourne, okay. So if I'm looking at Australia on a map, because that's all I've ever done, would that be like north, south, so east, west? Southeast. Southeast. Okay. Southeast. Isn't like Sydney's southeast, right? right? Yeah, Far from Sydney? Um, about another 12 hours down. Oh, oh. man. So Is way it down. super hot there? I heard yeah. you guys had a heat wave. Um. Well, we had 41 degrees last Saturday, but um, today it's about 30. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. That's Celsius. Oh. Okay. Yeah, we saw in the news that it was 117 Fahrenheit there, so that would be like... I don't know. I have it no sounds idea. a lot more impressive than 41. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like really, really hot. We can go with that. Um, so you emailed us and you said that you're fairly new to vegan. How long have you been trying to go this route? Um, I have been vegan for three months, um, and I've been interested in it for a bit longer than that, but I was like, you know, I was kind of in a boat that most people are like, um, I was like, well, if my husband can't go vegan, I thought, oh, it would just be so hard to like be eating separate meals and stuff. So I kind of left it for that. Right. Um, and then I managed to get him to watch Cowspiracy mm-hmm. and then he was like, all right, let's do it. And mm-hmm. I was like, yes. So that was really good, um, and it awesome. helped. We had we had a um, English guest coming over. I studied in England a while back and made a bunch of friends. And one of them's coming out and staying with us, and he was vegan. Oh. So um, it was like, well, if we're all eating the same meals, it's going to be easier. So that was kind of a bit of a push as well. So your husband is now vegan too, then? Yeah. Oh, okay. Have you found it hard to transition the meals, or you know, where are you getting your recipes? 
Um, I found it really fun, actually, because it's a bit more of a challenge. Um, and I just kind of Googled stuff. Um, it was a bit difficult at first because I had um, really bad IBS or, like, fructose sensitivity. Okay. So, um, like, I couldn't eat onions or peas or garlic or asparagus. So I got an ebook online. It's called the FODMAP Friendly Vegan. Okay. Because um, FODMAP was what I had to avoid um, for my dietary problems. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's a vegan version. So I just got the ebook, um, and that was really helpful because it was like, it had a bunch of recipes, but it also had, you know, how to make sure you're getting the right nutrients because, um, like, a lot of people with FODMAPs, they can't eat beans and stuff. Yeah. So a lot of them think it's just too hard to go vegan because it's like, oh, well, how do you get your iron? How do you get your protein? You know, all that sort of stuff. Right. So, but yeah. you're not struggling with it. And how is no. how's your um, your conditions, your IBS or your fructose intolerance? It is totally gone. It's crazy. That's <laughs> um, awesome. Yeah. So it's fun. Well, I'm a scientist, so I like to come up with theories about why things might have happened. Um, but I think that because um, IBS is a broad kind of spectrum of all sorts of inflammatory bowel diseases, mm-hmm. I think that it could potentially be um, linked with your microbiome and your gut flora. Yeah. And I think, that, you know, a big change in your diet can change that like a lot. So I think maybe that's what happened and that's how it helped me. But it's great because I'm like, I'm eating onion and it's so easy to go out because all I have to say is I'm vegan rather than, oh, I can't eat this or this right. or this. That's awesome. So it's great. Yeah, uh, made going out easier. Yeah. You don't, you don't get that a lot. <laughs> uh-huh. I heard that uh, like 80% of your immune system lies in your gut and like your bacteria and like your gut flora and your gut is apparently like super, super important to your body. Yeah. And I mean, if you think about it, it is um, it is the biggest interface that you have with the outside right. world. Like if you stretch out your intestines, like it's massive, massive area. It's bigger than your skin or your lungs or anything else. So it makes sense that your body kind of puts a lot of energy into making sure everything's, you know, right. all your immune system is good and everything around there. Right. Yeah, that's a, that's interesting. Yeah, so like your immune system, if your gut is huge and like every every little piece of your gut is covered in something, you know, bacteria, good or bad bacteria, or you know whatever's in there, it's it's covered and it's so big. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's just that's just like a con- crazy concept, you know. It's bizarre. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it's been helping you. How how is your husband liking it? Um, it's good. He's kind of like very. Blase about everything. He's like, oh yeah. Do you cook or does does he cook? Or both of you? Um, he cooks mostly. Oh, I heard that he misses cheese platters. He does. Uh Yes. Well, I just made some cheese. Um, yeah, the first step of it. Get your recipes. Right. Because I try and make some cheese, but um, didn't work out. It's patience, which I've I tried to make cheese and I just like stumbled upon this and it finally worked for me. Yeah, she had a couple. That didn't work out great. A couple go-abouts. It's patience. So, one, you have to make this stuff called Rejuvelac. And Rejuvelac is super easy to make. You can Google it. But um, it's basically you take, like, a grain. Like, I used quinoa. You can use, like, wheat berries or, I don't know, whatever grains you got. Um, And you just, you put, like, filtered water over it. And you let that sit for a day. And then you rinse it. It's just like a series of rinsing and then letting water sit over it and after a while you'll see the 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 quinoa or whatever grain you're using start to sprout and it starts to ferment 
and the liquid that's sitting around the quinoa or the grain um, becomes like a, it's carbonated almost. Like it's bubbly and you'll see it start to bubble up. And if you drink it, it's got a funky taste to it. It doesn't taste bad. It's just like, I don't, it's just funky. That's like all it okay. is. Um, but it takes, it takes days and it gets better and better and better the longer it sits. So that's the key into making um, the couple of cheeses that I've made and then the patience. So it's, I made just like a regular um, cashew, like a, I blended cashews and like nutritional yeast and some spices. Um, oh, and then the other uh, secret ingredient is refined coconut oil um, because it doesn't taste like coconut. So it's refined. And then I know it's an oil and like, you're not, I don't know, like, plant-based you're supposed to avoid all oils but you got to live a little and um the coconut (laughs) (laughs) right the coconut oil um i don't know it's a fat and so when you're making cheese you need to have a fat and you need to put salt in there so that that fat from the coconut oil and the rejuvelac makes it a funky tasting thing and then it's just it's time so i got all my recipes for cheese making out of a book called um vegan cheeses super (laughs) (laughs) creative name right um but it it really went through it and um i don't know they they use oh ooh, hint don't use agar that's in some cheese um vegan cheeses agar agar a-g-a-r it's it's no good don't do it wow yeah it's disgusting (laughs) (laughs) i haven't had anything work out well with that yeah that you've made but I can vouch for the cheese probably more like you and your husband because it, it's only been, I guess, two years for me, but it's been pretty quickly. Lisa, yeah. she probably doesn't even know what real cheese tastes like at this point. But yeah. um, but this cheese that I was talking about in this vegan cheese cookbook, um, I think it was like the Gorgonzola. Um, it is perfect with crackers and like you get your red pepper jelly, you know, like the sweet and salty and spread some of this cheese on. It's top notch. Like... I love it. Jimmy loves that too. Big time. Right. Um, yeah. Well, the last thing I wanted to oh. ask you, so I, I guess the where this all came up is I just keep reading these articles that Australia is like big time. Everyone's moving towards veganism. And then, you know, we look at the stats for our podcast and besides obviously the U.S., um, you know, our, our family and friends, and then it spread, you know, out of Ohio where we live into – you know, L.A. and New York and some other more trendy places. Um, Australia, like, that's our is our number two listened to country by a mile. And uh, I thought that was pretty bizarre. So what's going on in Australia with the veganism? Um, It's kind of blown up quite a bit, especially in Melbourne, where I'm from. They're, like, it's the most livable city in the world, I think. Is still. it? Um, <laughs> and I think, yeah, people are pretty trendy in Melbourne. So I think it kind of... Um, was a bit of the ahead of the game in terms of veganism for a while there, but it's kind of exploded lately. There's a bunch of um, Facebook groups that I'm in that's like, you know, Melbourne, like vegans of Melbourne and whatever. Really? And, um, yeah, and they've like the – they're just – numbers just keep going up and up and up. So I guess the message is getting out there. And there's a bunch of like, um, you know, vegan-specific cafes and restaurants and stuff, which definitely helps. Right. Um getting people interested in and um, looking into it um yeah word of mouth, so, man. yeah and people ask like you know what's your favorite vegan podcast so i always comment i'm like lisa beats you me go on it <laughs> yeah put that <laughs> on your own 
awesome. I think that, that helped us spread it a lot was those those Facebook uh, groups seem to be um, where, you know, like minded people are sharing great ideas. And uh, yeah, that's that's helped yeah. our podcast a lot, too. Definitely. And it makes it a lot easier to stick with veganism as well because, like, you know, you can post your, your troubles or, right. like, how do you deal with this sort of stuff. So Yeah, there's yeah, some great really discussions fun. online. I would suggest, like, anybody who's struggling to be a vegan, besides listening to our podcast, there's a wealth of knowledge you can get online. And, it, and like you said, there's so much support, you know. It's like, oh, crap, I ate this today. And it's like, it's okay. You're not going to get criticized. Like, we're all trying to do this together. So. Yeah. yeah, that was the thing. Like a um, couple of days ago, uh, Domino's Pizza, they like released um, a three vegan um, pizzas with vegan cheese and stuff. In um, your, can you go and get that? Yeah. Oh my we got gosh. it delivered to our house. The first oh my day. gosh, I'm so jealous. That's funny. Yeah. I just saw today on Twitter that Domino's vegan cheese, I actually screen capped it because it said uh, releasing in Australia. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm so that. jealous. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, really cool. I think it's the follow your heart um, coconut mozzarella. Okay. But, yeah, nice. it was really good. We just got a big. But, uh, uh, like, they had, like, one of the pizzas had this sauce on it that apparently had some non-vegan ingredient buried in it. Oh. So. And everybody was like, oh, no, everybody <laughs> comment on Domino's and be like, you're trying, but it's wrong. Right. But, yeah. That's People funny. People pick stuff really quickly. So. Pizza's yeah. hard to replace. I miss that one. But we have a couple of, like, local places that do it. But I miss just, like, a, a sloppy old, you know, corporate pizza delivered to my door. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so yeah. much for reaching out to us. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you for having me on your show. Thanks for going Bye. vegan, man. That's yeah. super cool. Yeah, help us spread the word. And sticking with it, you know. I feel like a lot of people, the, did you, like, struggle going back and forth? Like, it took me, like, um, like a year to, like, become an actual vegan, you know? Like, I fell <laughs> off the wagon a lot. I don't know. I think we just, like, went for it. I think it was pretty easy for us already because – I had such dietary requirements before that I was really used to cutting stuff out and, you know, yeah. being difficult, I guess. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it was kind of a bit easy for us. And then I, I read this book called How Not to Die. Um, by, um, yeah, Dr. Dr. Grieger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's um, that's like a Bible, man. I, I, yeah, I read and I that like, like before I, I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so I think um, we'll stick with it now. That's awesome. Yeah, that book um, – that was definitely like a pivotal moment, I feel. if it, I don't know. We're going to obviously air this, but if um, anybody out there has not read that book or needs some more information, that book is amazing because every chapter it goes through and it's like how not to die of heart disease, how not to die of lung disease. And it goes through and it's like how what you eat can affect, you know, all these different diseases and it tells you how to avoid them. And guess what? Diet's a big deal. Who <laughs> <So. laughs> Right. You mm. are what you eat. No one, no one took that like phrase seriously apparently for a long time. <laughs> well, yeah. if you could check back in with us in a month or two, or you know, definitely keep email- emailing us. But we'd yeah, love we'd to love to see your going. progress, or you know, how you're sticking with it. You know what, yeah. what it's like in this forward forward country. Or come on, I'm just really <laughs> jealous that you get pizza delivered to your house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> vegan pizza, yeah. vegan cheese, and everything. That's awesome. awesome. Well, um, all right. Well, thanks for talking to us. And uh, look at this podcast. We'll probably be up within maybe the day or two. Yeah, be up by tomorrow afternoon. Okay.
That would be like the middle of the night for you, though, right? Yeah, that's all right. (laughs) Yeah, it's Thursday there, right? The next day, and I'll like put on my Facebook, look, yeah, I'm on a podcast. Uh, (laughs) Perfect. All right. Well, thanks uh, for talking, and we'll hopefully talk to you soon, Penelope. No, no worries. Okay, bye. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. So we're back. Penny was super cute. Loved it. Like to talk to her about that cheese. Um, introing into any food that we've had recently. Um, I I'm started another round of cheese, and I think I'm really getting good at it. This is my third round. <laughs> like, third round of this kind. The second cheese was better than the first cheese. Well, I didn't think the consistency was as good, though. I thought it wasn't as hard. The color was weirder. God you talk to me about the color one more time? That's what everyone looked at. Like, why is it blue? But you just add that for marbling ambiance. Yeah, but like it was weird because you don't need that. So you're supposed to add spruolina. I, you know what? One of these days, I'm gonna learn how to actually pronounce it. Um, but you're supposed to add that to make it look like a gorgonzola or like a funky blue cheese, right? Yeah. But the first time I added it, it looked green, and the second time I added it, it was blue. Yeah, and but I don't I'm, know why. I'm thinking about like things that I would spread on a cracker. Just don't add it then. Yeah, they're usually just kind of white and cheesy looking, which is what that is. All right, fine. I won't try to make it look what it's not. <laughs> it's already <laughs> fake cheese. <laughs> I keep it as natural as possible. Um, but cheese is, is making. Uh, what else have I made this week? Oh, I made some lentils, some babir lentils. They're so good. I, I gave him out. Today. Um, I gave him out to one of our fellow teachers. I was hoping he liked it. I hope I get some feedback from it. But I handed it to him, and his response was like, "Ugh, are these lentils?" And I was like, <laughs> "What? No, these are delicious lentils. Like, don't say it like lentils." You know. Uh, I was just thinking. I hope we get that Tupperware back. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting low. <laughs> Oh, God. Giving him the good Tupperware. You are Let's 36. Scrape that into like a plate or something for him. <laughs> um, then anyways, I made some lentils. Uh, that recipe is up on Um What else is new? Food-wise? Food-wise. Uh, I don't think anything. I just had some nice vegan ice cream. But I'm trying not. That's processed, you know? I shouldn't have ate that. But... Amina wanted some, and it was like peanut butter. It was coconut milk, peanut butter, and chocolate ice cream. Yeah, and it was it was really really tasty. I'm not a sweet guy, but um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you said you're not a sweet guy. Coming from the guy who houses like four Oreos first thing in the morning. Oh, and you get me some Oreos. Yeah, that's I guess not those are sweets. Step. I just don't like. I don't need them if they're not there, or think about them. But as soon as they are. Yeah, I bought that thing of Oreos when we were in Erie, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to talk about that because we were at the grocery store because you had to go into a Walmart to get Subway. That's <laughs> trials and tribulations of <laughs> the life. road. And um, James came back to the car and was like, Miss O, we bought you some Oreos. And I was thinking in my head, I was like, you know damn well you didn't buy me Oreos. These are all for you. I didn't have one. Do you I know get, that? I know. I got you the double <laughs> I, stuff too. I do that on purpose because then like. Just so. <laughs> if I have one though, I'm just going to keep eating them. So if I don't eat any, then it's just like me being stubborn. I'm like, he's going to eat all of these. And then I'm going to mention that I didn't eat any. And he's going to be like, holy crap. Yeah. That what? happened uh, when you had we had Bob when at the hospital. I got you some. That and was. And I ate the whole entire pack. 
You didn't realize it though. Like after a day and a half of the, uh, I'm hot, man. The heater's burning me. <laughs> Sorry, it's like pointed <laughs> directly at me. Anyways, I don't, we're, I don't know what we're talking about. What diets? Okay. Yeah. So today, don't um, eat Oreos. Yeah, they're not in any of these. Um, so the I don't know. There's a lot of credible, you know, lists at the end of the year. Lisa loves her lists. We talked about that before. Um, this is uh, the world, or sorry, the World Report and U.S. News, which is a pretty well-known um, the website. The U.S. News. World Report and U.S. News. Sounds really every generic. year they rank diets. Um, so like the diets that are not necessarily new and upcoming, but the you know the the more done diets. And what what actually is a diet? Um, that's it's kind of hard to you know put a finger on, but. Essentially, um, everything you've heard of, I guess, they look at it. Um, so here's their justification. They convene an expert panel of the country's top nutritionists, dietary consultants, and physicians specializing in diabetes, heart health, and weight loss. Well, I wasn't asked. No, exactly. So false. And each panelist um, looked at <coughs> each panelist looked at uh, 39 diets. In nine categories, including ease of compliance, likelihood of losing significant weight in the short term and the long term, and the effectiveness against cardiovascular disease and diabetes. So essentially, they're looking at all these diets to say what's going to work the best. Okay. But um, not to um, poke holes or anything, but is this a it's an in-depth survey? Is this a year-long survey? I know this is in favor of vegans, but I just... You know, I can't take anybody off the scope of my investigative lens. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, like, is this a? How do they get this information? Is like, where's their research coming from? These these panelists, and it's like significant likelihood of losing weight, long term and short term. I'm talking long term, like five years. But is this a yearly done survey? Yeah, no. I, I mean, it's all this. It's sourced pretty well. It's it's very in depth. It's like days and days of web pages and links but right. you can you can look at the rankings as best diets overall which is that what's we're, we're going to look at and then you can look at best best weight loss best commercial diets best diabetes diets blah, blah blah there's tons of different ways to rank these but they're all the same um it's it says 40 but it's technically 39 um there's a couple ties in there okay um, all right I'll, I'll back off diets of u.s what is World and U.S. News? <laughs> World Report and U.S. News. You've heard of this. World Report and U.S. Is it, like is it logo, World Reports or is it U.S. News? It's U.S. News and World Reports. Okay. Uh, World Report. Right. Singular. But it's it's pretty exhaustive. It categorizes everything really well. explains everything really well. Um, every diet I've pretty much ever heard of, ever heard of is on here. It's got the do's and don'ts. Beach body on there? Um, it's got, yep. Fla is flabs to abs? Uh, no. That was no. a diet you promoted a but couple years ago. You can even like tick off like alcohol allowed. You can tick off like easy to follow or gluten free or Listen. kosher, low salt, and it'll it'll just show you those things. Like maybe you you want a just a vegan diet. There's 34 in what the 34? No, there's 39. That was 34. No, yeah. like, of them, I think 34 are close to vegan or. Oh. Um, no, they're not. They're okay. Not. Sorry. That Can I give my spiel about how I feel about diets first, or should I save it? Uh, I think you should save it. Because I'm about to, it's about to go down. Why don't you let me. But th stuff's about to pop off. 
No, I'm yeah. just kidding. No, he better be. <laughs> okay. All right. Lead us away, man. All right. So, like I said, there's a ton of ways to rate these, and I'll put the link to this in the uh, the description of the podcast. But um, I just went with best overall diets. What is it? And uh, the Dash Diet comes what? in at numero uno. Never heard of it. You ever Isn't heard of that, it? Uh, yeah, that's uh, the Kardashians store. No, what really? Dash. That's their store. Do they sell food? <laughs> no, they sell clothes. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, no, I think this this might be a different Dash <laughs> Diet. Um, but I had to look up what it was. This is uh, just emphasize the foods you've already been told to eat. So fruit veggies, whole grains, lean protein, and low-fat dairy. Limit the foods that are high in saturated fat, fatty meats, full-fat dairy foods, and tropical oils. Tropical oils? That would be coconut oil. That sounds tropical. F this dash And diet. then sugar-sweetened beverages and sweets. Now, again, we're not saying we agree with this list. This is just the list. I think it's, a, I think it's an interesting list, and none of this is... Um, well, all of it's debatable, I guess. Right. Um, but a lot of it, I think, makes sense. Okay. Um, I'm, and I, I think you and I have both agreed that we're not telling everyone that they have to be vegan. We're just trying to give them reasons why we are. We think it's the best diet. I am 100% telling everyone they have to be vegan. Okay, well. I've cut people out of my life who are not vegan. It, de- <laughs> it depends what your motivations are. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but uh, the DASH diet was number one. In the best overall diet. Okay. Um, do you have any questions dash. about the dash diet? No, but I think it's BS. But it's, it's pretty cool. much our diet with you know chicken and fish and yeah. But you know what's um, wrong with it? Low fat dairy. It's you what? know. Can I tell you what's wrong with it? What's wrong with it? Is uh, for me the what's wrong? Well, there's a host of things wrong with it, and um, the biggest one is that I don't eat meat and dairy um, because of a compassion standpoint and like. I talk about the health aspect of it, but that's all secondary to not wanting to actually ingest animals in any way. So that would probably be number one. But number two is portion size. So if you're eating healthier food, you know, lean protein, I don't know what the fuck lean protein is, but um, if you're eating it in small amounts. Chicken. Okay, but like small amounts, you know? Like if you're portioning, and it seems like they're they're asking us to portion out their food in the DASH diet, that you'll lose weight. And I think that's obvious, but that's why people are hungry on diets and mean on diets. And I yeah. know from my quote-unquote diet of eating vegan, I'm like there's never a bite that I don't take because I'm like, ooh, don't eat too much. Yeah, I think one thing we'll see here, and this actually will back it up, is that um, these also are categorized by ease of – um, planning and ease of sustaining. Okay. Uh, sorry. Sorry, you were just switching back and forth. <laughs> that's a lot of info here. It's having a seizure. Um, so that's another way you can look at these two is, you know, are, how easy are they? And I think we can use our conclusion to justify our diet. So basically you're just going to go through every diet. No, and just I'm tell you why it's stupid because it's not vegan. We'll just zip through a few of them. But the second one was the Mediterranean diet. You've heard of that? Yeah, that's been around for a while. People that's why everyone started eating olive oil because they were like, well, the Mediterraneans did it. I believe olive oil is good for me. Um, but I can Which tell is you, almost a vegan diet. Yeah, but I can tell you something about, well, yeah, they, they hit up the, the beans and the nuts and the legumes. They get a lot of good stuff in the Mediterranean diet. And you can pull stuff from every culture 
that's super good for you, you know? Like African food is heavily spiced and it might be lower in salt because it has so many spices in it. That's a positive aspect of, um, you know, that culture, the Mediterranean diet. Or Italians might be high in, I don't know, like tomatoes and there's a lot of lycopene in tomatoes. You know, there's like, there's perks of every cultural diet. Um, but I want to talk about olive oil because E-V-O-O, as Rachel Ray coined it, extra virgin olive oil. <laughs> That's what she always said after she said it. Every single time. She'd be like, you know, swirl a couple of squirts of E-V-O. That's extra virgin olive oil. It's like, stop using the acronym if you're just going to tell me what it is right it after it. Rock some like L-B-Y-M. L-B-Y-M. Lisa What's... Beach Me. Oh. See, I have to say it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is he talking about? Uh, you'd know. Anyways, um, olive oil, um, it's not super awesome at like a super high heat. So first of all, first first of all, don't be frying stuff Break it uh, down. on the regular. Fried food is for, you know, occasional treats. But if you're frying food in olive oil, first of all, you got... You got some money in your bank because that's more expensive than the normal. Um, but two, if you want the benefits, and there are a few, few benefits to extra virgin olive oil, you have to eat that extra virgin olive oil um, like raw and not um, heat it up. So when you heat up extra virgin olive oil, you la- you lose all the benefits. So I'm not saying don't use extra virgin olive oil. Just don't be using extra virgin olive oil. I mean, like, I'm benefiting from the Mediterranean diet. Because in all actuality, um, you're just losing that when you heat it up. So, I don't know. If you wanted the benefits, maybe throw it in a salad, s- salad dressing, something like that. But I don't know. You, you Obviously, when you're sautéing food, you need some some oil. But I just, I'm just giving you the lowdown and dirty. You, you well, that's in a lot of them, um, obviously, the olive oil. But um, obviously, all of these have similarities. I mean, uh, it's nice to know that... Everyone agrees, including um, this list, that vegetables and fruits are pretty important. Um, and most of these are mo- are uh, plant-based. Mm-hmm. You know. Mostly plant-based. Mostly plant-based. A um, couple other ones that you've probably heard of. N- number four was Weight Watchers. That's um, like the points system? Yeah. I think um, if I wasn't with you... Mm-hmm. You would be super sad. I'd be yeah, so sad and lonely. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd be on some. I'd probably do some kind of um, predetermined meal, mm-hmm. like Blue like, Apron. Yeah, we have to purple make purple carrot. Purple carrot, yeah. But you have to make that. Okay. Um, is there one that just comes? Um, <laughs> you like tear the plastic off it and stick no. it in the oven. What's wrong? No. Mm-mm. Like Weight Watchers, you don't make that food, right? I think it just gives you a plan for all the food out there. So if like you have french fries, it's like that was 10 points. So you only have five more points to eat that day. You okay, know? so it's not necessarily just their food. No, I mean, I think they do have some of their Is own that food. The, but do what? you follow DJ Khalid on Instagram? Is that um, how you say it? No. No, I do not. Why does is he on Weight Watchers? <laughs> yeah, I think he is. He's and is he, he promoting it on his Instagram? Like hardcore. He was just on Oprah. He was just on uh, Steve Harvey, and he's huh. another one. Another one. Another, another diet. One. Uh, but he could use DJ to lose a, a pound Khaled. or two. We'll well, he's Maybe he could be on the show. Okay. Um, Ornish diet. That's one that we see a lot in our books and stuff. No, I've never heard that. Like Cornish. <laughs> Ornish. Like O-R-N-I-S-H. Ornish. Yeah, that's where. Um, that's kind of like vegan before vegan almost. Um, it's a doctor 
Um, it's almost vegan except for it allows egg whites and a very small amount of low-fat yogurt. People love yogurt. Yeah, I love I've heard yogurt. a lot of people be like, I would go vegan, but I really like yogurt. And to be honest, maybe I should get on this kick. Um, there's not a lot of good um, vegan yogurt substitutes. Like they're either really high in sugar or they're super expensive. Yeah, there's good tasting ones. Yeah, but they're like really high in sugar and that's processed. But you know what? Um, is that you can get yogurt makers that are vegan from the store. You're not, you What's know, a yogurt maker? Like it's, um, it's like a, I was going to say an antibiotic, but it's not. <laughs> it's like a, a bacteria that turns. That like probiotics? Thing? It's kind of like a probiotic yeah. that ferments some stuff. I'm going to make some vegan yogurt this weekend. Okay. I like, uh, what was the big yogurt thing? Couple years Greek ago. yogurt. Greek yogurt. I want cheap shit for you. That's just yogurt that's been strained the water out of. Yeah, and it actually we're gonna have this coming up in a future podcast, um, but it's it's part of that ape shit protein rah rah thing. Yeah, everybody wanted their protein, protein still does, protein, and protein. that that stuff was packed with protein. It was pretty low in sugar. You know what we should do? Like a gimmick is I'm gonna like I'm gonna avoid protein for like a week and see we, what happens we could try it i, I bet n- like if i'm going out of my way not like i'm saying like none but yeah like like well, i there's... i'll drink like soy milk because i'm like oh it has higher protein and uh, i don't know like i'm not gonna like not eat beans i don't really go out of my way to get protein now but i'm gonna yeah. go out of my way to not get protein <laughs> and see what happens that'd be interesting well there's there's from what I've been reading from several doctors, there's never been a case of a protein deficiency in someone getting a reasonable amount of calories. Yeah. It's never happened um, because there's protein in everything. Um, but there really is. We've talked a lot about this. People want a lot of protein because um, it builds muscle, but there's other ways and it isn't necessarily have to be from the flesh of an animal. Yeah. I got some muscles. Um, the nine was the Ornish one, which is almost vegan. Number 10 coming in is the vegetarian diet. Oh. Um, Wait, vegetarians before vegan? Yeah. And there's a million different kinds of vegetarian diets. We know that vegetarian means you do not consume animal products, but you still consume you dairy products. You cannot tell me. Oh, I guess there's a wide variety of categories to this list, like longevity and how easy it is to stick to it because i guess it maybe is not easy to stick to vegan but yeah this one was best overall you cannot tell me that being vegetarian as opposed to vegan is going to be better for you i'm just (laughs) tied with jenny craig yeah there's Um, a freaking advertisement on this it's not an advertisement check your sources man no like jenny craig's on the list oh Um, (laughs) it's a diet um, but this one, yeah, it's it's nutritionally sound is a pro, heart healthy is a pro if you do it right. And then a con is might miss the meat, no shit. Um, it can be lots of work. Um, easy to follow is, you know, mediocre. Uh, but essentially, it's just again, you're gonna get a ton of vegetables. Is that a piece um, of salmon? Grain, yeah, it looks like salmon. Do they not know that that's not allowed on a vegetarian diet? That is it. That's a pescatarian. Oh, it says don't fill your plate with animals. But a do's sam- and don'ts. But that is a picture of salmon. This is okay. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Moving on. Don't. It's on the don't section. Okay. 
Okay, here's says, this, stay here's, away from meat, poultry, and fish. Here's this big picture of delicious salmon. Don't do it. Yeah, so this article has, has do's and don'ts. Okay. Next um, next one. I'm done with vegetarians. Good eye, though. Um, all right, so vegetarians, again, tied with the Jenny Craig diet, which I've heard Jenny of. It's also Craig. like you get that out of like the freezer section or yeah, um, ease to follow. Like I, you know, it's easy for me to, to brag to my... 26 year old colleagues that are single fresh out of college living in a shitty apartment that veganism is the way to go but i'm married to like a chef right <laughs> who makes insane meals if i was don't you forget it oh man. i don't i won't well i did for a minute but then i just remembered um when what? i saw the jenny craig thing mm-hmm. well don't you forget it the jenny craig's out there and it's tied with the vegetarian get the fuck out of here. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just saying, that's where I'd go. Wouldn't be great. That's I'm where I'd go. Well, all right. <laughs> Moving on. Um, the traditional Asian diet. This one's interesting because Asia's pretty big. So I like that they just put that into three words. Traditional Asian diet. Their description is, this is coming at number 12 out of 39. Again, we're not going to go through all these. But these are the couple that popped out to me. Um, daily consumption of rice, noodles, bread, millet. What's millet? Uh, a grain. All right. Corn. You can make rejuvelac out of millet. Boom. There you go. And then like little things form. I was yeah. paying attention. And then it ferments and mm. then it becomes a carbonated drink. And then you put that in cheese and it makes it taste funky. I'll be doing it myself before we know it. Tasting funky? Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm getting older. Uh, fruits, veggies, legumes, oh seeds, nuts, vegetable oils, fish and shellfish, shellfish, or dairy are optional each day. You can have eggs, poultry, and something sweet once a week. Red meat is allowed once a month. The pyramid also calls for six glasses of water or tea a day. Saki. Saki. Oh, Saki's the shit. I like Saki. Um, wine and beer are okay in moderation. Remember to stay physically active and you are set. Now, my understanding of the traditional Asian diet is that dairy is not part of that. No. Um, that's why most Asians are lactose intolerant. That's why um, this, this um, I have some questions. You want to call for an Asian to email us next? Please, please, <laughs> please. Any traditional um, Asians out there, is dairy a part of your daily diet? There was a lot in the uh, in the China study. They talked about how... They didn't have any. I think they um, had some goats. Yeah. Right? Oh, and the... We did a podcast a while back about living to um, 100. Yeah, to be a centenarian. And oh, a lot of those. Kinawa. Yeah, they, they did have dairy, but it was very rare. And it was the fermented um, goat cheese or goat mm-hmm. milk. I think um, fermen- fermented food is super good for you. Would you like to pronounce number 15? Nutritarian. It's just because oh, I saw yeah. a YouTube video. And the Nutritarian diet, that's Dr. Furman's diet. Yeah, and I. Uh, uh, it, it says that I spelled it wrong. I put this in a Word document, and it autocorrects the Nutritarianism. Interesting. And then you click on that, and guess where it takes you? Dr. Furman. Dr. Furman. His diet is in the dictionary. Awesome. Um, Nutritarianism is a real diet. Um, and uh, Barbecued a, meat, strictly off limits. He's our favorite doctor, but we did talk to him um, on Cured our podcast. Cured processed meats off. Yeah, he's not a vegan. He's not promoting veganism. No, just um, very, very healthy. Extremely. And paying attention to your nutrients. So G-bombs, man. Yeah. Great. Again? Greens, G-bombs, berries, onions, uh, mushrooms, uh, seeds, 
and nuts. Hmm. That's what um, I live my life by. G bombs. Well, every day you got to get your G bomb somehow. He knows what's up, and it's all about the nutrient density and things like that. Um, definitely against barbecued stuff. I guess that any processed meats. Yeah, processed is really or bad. Processed anything. Um, but he's not going to tell you that. And sugar's you bad shouldn't too. Shouldn't eat eggs or dairy or fish um we've talked about how we prefer not to um and there's other ways to do it um but that's 15 coming in and number number 19 19, what's that in spanish my age um the vegan diet all right um which is very just like the vegetarian um just like the traditional asian there's tons of different versions we've talked about it a lot um but i do like i did enjoy reading their description of the vegan diet. Yeah, I was diet. just reading that until you you switched them. Oh, sorry. Go back. Um, well, it's right here, too. The vegan diet, best overall diet. Um, so, while vegetarians eliminate meat, fish, and poultry, vegans take it a step further, excluding all animal products. And it says, parentheses, vegans are often animal rights activists who don't believe in using animal products for any purpose. Say goodbye to refried beans with lard, margarine made with whey, or anything with gelatin, which comes from animal bones and hooves, too. Oh, dear. Huh? What a sacrifice. Yeah, you shouldn't eat lard, <laughs> Giving man. up animal hooves. Don't, you shouldn't ever eat anything that's, that sounds fat, you know? Like <laughs> lard. <laughs> oh, I can't eat that because it has lard in it. Man, I really missed the lard in my refried beans. Yeah, that's just that sounds just fat. Um, but that's, I mean, that's the, the diet, I guess. Um, and then everything is focused around fruits, vegetables, I'm pretty leafy sure greens. We know what the vegan diet. I just is, like their ex- their examples. Okay. Okay. Um, and it a lot of the concerns are that it's not easy to follow. Yeah. Really restrictive. Can be lots of work, but. But just it's like not. we we just talked to Penny and we're seeing even TGI Fridays now has it's only, the Beyond Burger yeah, like it's, it's only becoming restric- easier. It's only restrictive in um in like certain certain societies, I guess, you know? Like so Penny's an Australian, she said that it, she's got so many options. You have a lot of options. Uh it's going to be easier and easier to be um vegan. You just got to you got to make those options happen, you know? Got to go out. We need to go out more. Yeah, we talk about how much it's spreading too, and and again, even if it is restrictive or difficult, like any of these diets, um, for me, it's it, it, it. Even Penny said she was excited to like the challenge of making new foods. Yeah, and then they're good. Like so, when we go out try to hunt out vegan foods and we find it, it's good. Mm-hmm. What would really suck is the the biggest restriction and challenge for me as a vegan would be if I got to this and it wasn't good. Yeah. You're just like, oh, I have to eat this because it's healthy, but I don't really like the taste right. of it. And I think and that's, that's what, what a lot of people feel. That's what I thought diets were. I thought it was yeah. like you just have to give up not liking what you eat. And that's the complete opposite. It might be a little bit harder to find, but that's that's kind of the fun of it. Yeah. And when you get it, it's always good. No, it's not I, always good. But I know what you're getting at is that like I used to say to you over the weekend, be like, give me a meal and I'm going to I'm going to create it as a vegan. And you, you never gave me an answer because I was like, what do you want to eat? And we, we did like an hour long. I don't know. What do you want to eat? I don't know. <laughs> what do you want to eat? Um, but really when, when we came to a final like um, idea, like it was like, oh, let's have like broccoli cheddar soup. Then I'm like researching 
broccoli cheddar soup and I'm thinking of ways to make it vegan. And yeah, when then we have the soup, it's like, oh, you kind of taste like broccoli cheddar soup. This is exciting, you know? Like that that little challenge was a fun fun one to go through. And it was always better. So I don't feel it to be restrictive at all. Um, and I going again to what we just talked about with Penny, one of the expert reviews is that it doesn't offer built-in social support. Um, and that's what's changing. With social media, um, the best rises to the top. It's yeah. not really what we're told is the best or, you know, we talk about subsidies, no, we talk about the man. FDA, we talk about commercials. I mean, we were kind of at the whim of all of that through society and through history. But today, the good always rises to the top because we are in control, we being the populace. And veganism is rising to the top. And there is a support system, and it's all out there on the social networks. Yep. And, um, Love that's it. super cool. So if you guys haven't heard, we think that the vegan diet should be higher than 19. Obvious. Um, on the list. But uh, we can talk about more of that in a second. A couple other ones that pop in there. 22 is South Beach diet, um, which that gets into the low carbs. I used to buy a lot of South Beach stuff. Okay. Um, low sugar. Um, but again, you're getting into really processed stuff. Yeah. You're getting into fake sugars, Ugh. which not good for you. Um, the, Super not good for the you. paleo diet. Came paleo. in at 32. So I now know a lot of people. Wait, so is this bad? Yeah, we're, we're getting to like the losers here, the last 10. Um, well, but keep in mind, vegan was 19. So now yeah. we're, we jump from 19 to 22 with South Beach. And then I'm jumping right to 32. Um, really quickly in the middle there, I haven't heard a lot of these, was the Eco Atkins diet, the Glycemic Index diet, the South Beach diet, the Zone diet, the Abs diet. Ooh, I wonder if that was the Flabs Dabs. Um, that one was not a good diet. <laughs> it worked, though. It was like um, five almonds. And like hot dogs and ketchup and American cheese. Stop talking. Um, the microbiotic diet. Slim fast is at 26. Um, that's, I think that's heavy in a dairy, isn't it? I don't know. They're like shakes, right? I never did that. Not good. HMR, never heard of. Metafast, I have heard of. Um, that's at 29. 31 is the acid alkaline diet. That sounds. Like I think that's batteries. like your blood. People are like, you have to eat differently because of your blood. Uh, but I don't think that's right because it would make sense if different regions had similarities in blood types, you know? Like, say people from colder climates tended to have the same blood type, then I would assume that they would maybe be primed oh, or, you know, yeah. would develop to eat the like same if all type. Okinawans had the same blood B type. B plus then, or something. Then or? maybe it would be B plus, B positive, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, anyways, that maybe people from that region would be more inclined to eat, you know, like a certain type of food or whatever. But I don't know much about blood types, but I think blood types are just really kind of random. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think they're random. They're like the your genes or what i don't know yeah. like the weird dominant or that. the alleles i don't know i'm not a scientist but i don't think that it like under that idea i don't think that your blood type should tell you how to eat it's weird that we I don't, don't even know my blood the type. same blood type though. i like, know isn't like it my blood wouldn't work in your body that's freaking a lot of stuff doesn't doesn't, of yours doesn't work in my body <laughs> <laughs> something does <laughs> okay let's get to uh What's the bad one? Uh, well, they're not bad, but these are towards the bottom. Um, I would say at any moment, if you decide to do something different, 
um, then ignoring what you eat and eat whatever's in front of you, then you're you're better off. Um, but if you're going to take a step in the right direction, um, I don't love this list, but you're in good shape if you're on the top of it. But towards the bottom, it's they get a little more critical of some things. The paleo diet, I've heard that word a million times, but I don't know what it means, so I researched it. Apparently, it's the, the Paleolithic ca- era. It's, yeah, it's the caveman diet. It says if the cavemen didn't eat it, you shouldn't eat it. Um, so apparently vegan cream cheese must not be in this one. Okay. Um, but so long to refined sugar, dairy, legumes, grains. This is pre-agricultural revolution. Hello to meat, fish, poultry, fruits, and veggies. What you eat and how you depend on your goals, your specific program you're on. Um, if you choose to follow one, makes a difference. But they don't, um, they don't do dairy. Pre-agricultural revolution. Um, yeah, no dairy. Are they eating their meat raw? Uh, no, but they well, had then fire. How? Cavemen, a couple of them had fire. Um, okay. um, I yeah, right. I don't know, man. You know, like we're a we're a civilized nation now. Well, ironically enough, they're tied with uh, raw food diet. I don't get it because I feel like every time I've ever had raw food, it's like the healthiest thing I've ever dealt with. Yeah, I'm. I love raw food. I, I would go more raw food. Like when we went to, it usually is hand in hand with vegan, obviously for right. obvious reasons. But we went to a restaurant in where Florida, are, Florida, and we had raw food, and it was so good. It was amazing. I felt skinnier coming home from that trip, and usually that's not what happens when you're on vacation. Well, this is probably at the bottom of the list because definitely not easy to follow. Oh, that would make sense. Definitely like almost impossible to go out to eat. Yeah. What do you get? You get like a salad. Yeah, like no dressing. I think that's that's the biggest criticism. That makes here. sense, but I, like nutritionally speaking, I think the more raw food you incorporate into your diet, the better. Um, but especially, especially, I always I, one time I said especially, my dad was like Lisa, <laughs> don't pronounce it that way. So pack your shit. And get out of here. <laughs> Anyways, he was like, she's not my daughter. Um, I think. So the the raw form of fruits and vegetables and your grains are, are going to be better for you, you know. Yeah, this like is even a... like oatmeal, um, steel coat, steel cut oatmeal is the best. Then it goes like old fashioned oatmeal, and then instant oatmeal. You know, like down that line, it's not going to be good for you. The more yeah. processed it, so the more raw food you can get in your diet, I'd say do it. Oh hell yeah! And then like I said, this is based on the bigger picture right of um, how accessible it is yeah it, oh, can you do it yeah and then the, and can you sustain it yeah yeah i mean it'd be hard but i like to incorporate something raw every once in a while you know you don't need to eat it all the time yeah you do just like too far you know too yeah. like i, I like trying I make, to play your game i make like cute little jokes and you just like throw out a bomb <laughs> moving on um i'd like uh to mention a little bit about juicing for a second oh really because um I think juicing is super cool way to get a lot of nutrients in your body. But when you're juicing, you have to consider that you're not getting the fiber of that fruit or vegetable. And so why are you laughing? <laughs> Sorry, I'm not. I'm just you're, drinking water. You're dying. You're drinking juice. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Anyways, um, when you're juice, when you're drinking some juice, <laughs> You're not getting the fiber of that vegetable, what's gonna, uh, which is going to help you slow down the digestion of that. Like, I don't know, those like juices, I, I bought one the other day and it was like, this has seven carrots in it. 
And I was like, well, God, if I ate seven carrots, that would definitely fill me up and take me a long time to digest. But I just downed the seven carrots in like 20 minutes and was on about my day. So you get like, I don't know, there's there's Have you ever had a juicer? No, I did one time. Oh, there's such a pain I in the ass. I lost it in the divorce. Oh, they're the... Makes two of us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're a pain in the butt, though. And, that, yeah. and then I started reading about them, and um, I think the way we go now is way better. The, the Nutribullet? The Nutribullet, because every single bit of what you put in there. Right. But we're also not dropping, like, a, a full apple in there or a full... No, um, but I'll but just, I guess in a juicer you still just, had to like peel it and stuff. Right, but I'm just saying eat the apple. Like I'm saying, there's a pl- there's like a time and a place for juice. Okay, you know, there's a lot of benefits to it. But I'm just saying, watch it. You know, like uh, fruits do have a lot of sugar in it, and if there's 17 apples in one juice, <laughs> yeah. that's a lot of sugar. Um, that you might not realize that you're getting. I mean, there's still benefits, but when you eat the apple whole, you're going to get that fiber within. It's going to slow it down. But when you don't get that fiber, you're just getting like a mad rush of sugar and other stuff that might not be what you think you're you're getting. I'm not that saying juices are bad. I'm just saying you can't just live off of juices and be like, what? I'm getting my fruits and veggies. Yeah, but going back to the raw food thing, um, if you have the time, and like I said, I've, We've seen it the most in a restaurant or when you've prepared it and it's been quite a production. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fantastic. Every bite is like delicious and you feel good about it. But it's just it's just really hard. It is. It it's is. just really hard. I guess I understand um, why that's low on the list. What's go next? Ahead. I mean, low. if I was like a millionaire, I would, I would like hire a raw. Why you got to, again, put our business out there? How do they they might not know that we're not millionaires? I know we're billionaires. Yeah, right. Uh, the. Supercharged hormone diet? What? What the hell is that? <laughs> Coming out in 32 is a supercharged hormone diet. That sounds um, not you've cool. You've never heard of that? It like makes you hormonal? It's full of hormones. Lots of eggs, apparently. What? Um, it's telling you to like eat hormones? I guess. I can understand why this is low on the list. It's disgusting. All right. Um, <laughs> the fast diet. Um, fast diet lacks nutritional guidance. Non. Oh, it's like fasting and stuff. Um, but intermittent, intermittent, I can't say the word fasting. I've looked that up. That's actually not that super bad for you. That's actually yeah, kind of cool. And that can work into any of these diets, the vegan diet. Like you just, it, you're, you're being mindful of the gaps between your meals. Right. I was talking to our students about that this morning and they were paying attention to me. Actually, one of them walked in, she was in the hallway and I like saw another student like looking out into the hallway at her. Like I could tell that she was looking at somebody in the hallway and, um, I was like going on and on. And then the student walked in and was like, are you giving us life lessons about your body again? <laughs> I was like, sit down. Like, shut the fuck up. No. <laughs> um, but no, intermittent fasting just means I can't. It's it's not a word I can pronounce. Anyways, um, it just means that say you eat your dinner at like five, then you would. Is it 12 hours? to? Is that like the general amount of time you're supposed to be waiting? It depends on your. You know, what are you diet. going for? But it just means holding off until um, for a couple hours to eat your breakfast. And I learned that in Skinny Bitch. I read Skinny Bitch a long time ago, and she said that you shouldn't eat your breakfast until you're actually really hungry in the morning. And it makes sense because I always thought like if I ate like a really big meal at night and I ate it late, 
Then when I woke up the next morning, I felt like I was extra hungry, even though like my stomach wasn't hungry. And I was like, why am I hungry? I ate a huge meal last night. And it's because like my stomach and my whole digestive system was just running all night long processing that big dinner that I made. So when I wake up in the morning, it's not quite ready to turn off. And so it's just like, hey, feed me again. I'm going to keep going. Yeah. So like if you you eat like a five o'clock dinner and then you go to bed at like 930 or 10 or whatever, your stomach's like going to digest that food and then it's going to chill for a sec. And then you're going to wake up and then you're going to rev it back up when you eat breakfast in the morning. But it's not like it's been going the whole night. You know? Okay, yeah, because you gave it that long. Yeah, you gave you it a little a, break. A chance where it stopped processing. Yeah. I mean, it's always yeah. like going to, I don't know, it's moving. It's just not moving at like hyperdrive. Yeah, there's a du- ton of different ways to do it. Like I do the 24-hour one once in a while. Yeah. I just feel like that trains my brain to yeah. understand that. I can't do if it. If I'm hungry, I'm not going to die. Yeah, right. you didn't make it. Well, <laughs> like truth be told, you were like... No, I mean, it was my idea, too. I was like, let's do this just because, you know, I'm willing to try anything. That yeah, I was doing like, it when I you saw were some pregnant. benefits you were to it. Jealous. Yeah, I saw some. Well, because I was like 100 billion pounds and you were like super skinny. Like this guy comes up to me. I'm getting ready in the morning. And I was huge when I was pregnant. And he literally was like, oh, my we'll gosh, start. I have to make another hole in my my belt. My pants no longer fit. They're just falling off. And I was like. Literally, I gained literally like 65 I'm sorry. pounds. I wasn't growing a new life in my body. <laughs> Anyways, um, I tried the intermit- I tried the fasting like for 24 hours and I, I didn't make it. But I think it's because I was harboring like an illness and then I fasted and it just, it, it rocked me. Yeah. So it, but it, it kind of like helped because I felt like after I went through that, my body was like, Lisa, food is your thing. Like, you eat food to feel good. It's good for you. Yeah, so, like, I, my body was like, that might be cool for somebody else, but you're supposed to eat food. We should look into a little more, more specifics of when and where. Okay. Well. I did watch a documentary on, there's one on Amazon about fasting, and I was like, ooh, I'll learn about fasting. It's about these places in, like, Asia and Europe that people fast for, like, 30 or 40 or even 50 days. I've heard of... They do it like under medical care. The lady care. I work with, doesn't she fast for with her like religion for like a really long time? I don't know. This was under like, you have to be under medical care because <laughs> it's so dangerous. Um, but anyways, moving on. That's not recommended and it's not good for late wa- weight loss. It's not. Yeah. But fasting's interesting. It it's is. Because it's like a, it's a mind-body control. I think there's a lot of cool aspects to it that if you can control yourself not to eat, you have some some serious control. Yeah, I just you know don't. when and where. I'm just my body just because you're putting good stuff in your body. Yeah, but so also it's harder. Like I'm um, I feel like I'm kind of just like I'm like a buzzing all around. You know, like I'm a lunatic. I'm never like I'm never like just chilling. So if I don't eat, my body's like, what the hell? Need something to run on. Yeah. Well, that leads us towards the end here. Um, What's the end? Thirty six is Atkins. Then we got the body resist di- reset diet. Um, this is considered a gimmick diet, unhealthy weight loss diet. 37, whole diet. And then the Dukan diet. Never heard of that. Dukan. And then. Dukan. Okay, the 39. <laughs> 39, what is this? So Bringing up the rear. It's a little controversial because oh. a lot of people that are very close to me 
for taking this diet. Jimmy's um, going to take this one on his own. <laughs> I'll handle it gently. <laughs> um, coming in at 39, the very worst diet, according to um, U.S. News and World Report, is the keto diet. Um, it's a pretty new um, term. A lot of the terms we've already crossed over, like Adkins and South Beach, uh, a lot of like carbohydrate-restrictive diets um, have been around for a while. But this word keto is... Pretty new to me, but ketosis. Ketosis. You put your body into a state of ketosis, but I think this is kind of like the vegan diet in um, that it's there's so many different ways to do it. There's a really probably terrible way to be a vegan, and mm-hmm. there's a really healthy way to be a vegan. Can you do um, ketosis in just um like you don't have to be in ketosis all the time? You yeah, know? and that, there's some criticisms there too. You can do that also. Some people come in and out of ketosis. Um, and other people stay in it. Um, but quickly, their um, description of this is by slashing the carbs you consume and instead um, filling up on fats, you safely enter a state of ketosis safely. Um, then when the body breaks down both dietary and stored body fat into substances called ketones, your fat burning system now relies mainly on fat instead of sugar for energy. So the idea is, you know, when you run out of the carbs, your body's just going to start to burn your fat, which sounds awesome, especially if you want to lose some weight. Um, and that's pretty much been the, the path of all these low-carb diets over the years. Um, you restrict the carbs. Um, ketosis just goes w- way beyond the Atkins and the traditional um, low-carb diet. Um, this says it's about 20 carbs a day or less. I've seen up to 50, even 100, but 20, that's really low. I remember even when I did the, uh, what was it? P90X. Stabs. Not Flabstabs. P90X. Um, and the first stage of that dietary thing is super low carbs. And I think it was under 20 carbs a day. Everyone hates carbs. Uh, I mean, you sh- regardless of all of these diets, um, they, they should be moderated. No. You know what should be moderated? Monitored? Moderated? No, monitored. Is um processed carbs. Yeah. Yeah, no yeah. No one should be in that. It's the kind of carbs you get. And that's where there's benefits in all these. But. And that's why I feel like everyone downs on carbs because it's like, oh, you know, my even whole wheat bread that e- comes from the grocery store, a lot of that's processed. You have to, like, search to find a really yeah, good to get whole the wheat good bread. Stuff. And what your body needs energy, and it does traditionally get it from carbohydrates this is just claiming that it can get that energy from your fat and then start to burn that well i have but like the no thing that, fat well that's I'm just kidding <laughs> you, you really don't have a lot but that's the thing that is confusing to me too is i know a lot of people that don't have i mean even like joe rogan or like um well-known um athletic people yeah have, have taken on this diet and have and have been very happy with it well joe um, rogan that don't have fat to burn yeah but joe rogan i think he he's not a hundred percent no he comes in and out of it yeah well i mean that's like what you were saying is that i think there's some benefits obviously not eating carbs especially processed carbs is going to be good for you the moment you take that out of your diet if you go from um, a regular, you know, we always talk about the typical American diet to watching this and not eating these carbs. Yeah, you're gonna reap a ton of benefits. Yeah, of I think a lot of it is it's the it's the refined sugar, it's the yeah. the flour and the the terrible um, refined stuff and processed processed stuff. But then this is also having you eat processed meats. It is and it isn't. Like, there's vegan keto. There's vegan? There's well, I mean, I know keto. I have vegan keto. Um, um, <laughs> we could try geez. that. Um, there's, 
you know, there's all sorts of keto, but that term ketosis is a is an actual state that you slip into. I think we've mentioned this before. This is clinically um, was used in neurologic neurologic medicine, most notably to reduce hard to control seizures in children. Yeah. Um, So epilepsy. um, It's also been used um, to benefit people with Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. Um, But essentially, you just your body thinks it's starving. But do you think that it's helping those different um, scenarios like Parkinson's or Alzheimer's or whatever because like the body was so consumed with dealing with this other stuff that it didn't have time to deal with the disease like okay this is pot talk Thursday yeah we're not scientists here but (laughs) if you like um, super immunity talks a lot about how like uh, drugs everything that you take from Advil to Percocet has good and bad to it, pros and cons to it. But like you just weigh whatever it is. So like an Advil has some cons to it, but its pros outweigh the the, the cons, cons. Yeah, right? it's gonna. But even when you kill take pain and whatnot, right? But even when you take that Advil, that's an that's a foreign thing coming into your body that your body's like it needs attention to. So like it comes into your body and your body's dealing with it however it is. It's like, hey, you're foreign. You're not You're not one of us. Let's figure out what you are and put you where we think you need to go. If you're put into ketosis, is it because you're maybe not eating a good diet to begin with and that your body is too consumed with trying to process your bad diet instead of focusing on the disease that's in the body? And when you go into ketosis, it can stop and start focusing on instead, it, like if when it's yeah, in, makes like sense. when you're starving, you get like this heightened sense of, um, you know, awareness or whatever. Like your body's like in it's in like triage uh, mode, and it's like okay, well we're starving, so we're gonna attack this disease now. Do you know what? I, does that make sense? It does. It does. Cause your body's, I mean, the traditional American diet, like we always say, like is mostly full of things that you probably shouldn't be putting into your body. No. So, so if, if your body's in, focusing, battling all those things every day, then it's going to let disease, things, over, yeah, disease overthrow slips your immunity. I feel you. I feel okay. you, sister. But, th- but what you don't know is that if you had a vegan diet, you don't have to, you don't have to do that though. Cause it's know? getting what it's supposed to get. So it can, yeah. it can go do the other I l- things. Too. I like to think of our vegan diet as, um, I mean, it is vegan, but I like to think of it as me just trying to pump my body with so much goodness that, like, I'm just like a force of nature. Like, I'm, I want to make my immune system just the best badass thing I can. You know, <laughs> the problem with ketosis, um, I use the term "problem" fairly loosely, is that uh, it's fairly new. I mean, low carb has been around for a little while, but that's fairly new too. Like like serious carbohydrate restrictions. Like, again, lower carbohydrates is never a bad. Your body does need the good ones to function. Um, but the actual like clinical studies and long-term effects of, not, of restricting your carbs to below 20 grams or whatever, um, we don't really have a lot of data on that. And the data that we do have shows that there are um, two bad things. One is that there's not a lot of... Um, Gosh. Don't you look at me like my phone. Put your phone away. My phone made a buzz and you're like, you made like me lose. Like 17 buzzes for cutting this up. I was just checking up. on our baby. I was feeling good. Must have not been that important. Yeah. 
Like, not even like a little bit? No. I was like excited about it too. No, stop looking at me like that. Ketosis. Oh, okay. Long term effects. Um, there hasn't been a lot of studies on the long term effects of ketosis or even the low carb diet. Um, one place that we're pretty excited about, the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, did like 15 years ago try to do some research on this, but it wasn't based on like clinical studies. It was based on like surveys of people who have restricted their carbohydrates. But also, it's not um, ketosis. You know, there's different levels of carbohydrate restriction, um, but there's tons of side effects. And even of the people that. Carbohydrate restriction. Yeah. And you're seeing them compounded in people who are trying this ketosis. Um, constipation um, um, is hold one. On. Can I go through the list of side effects of ketosis? It's not, I wouldn't say they're side effects of ketosis. So These are some people have reported this from this very vague study of lower car carbohydrates. So Keto Connect has <laughs> these attributes. <laughs> they have constipation. They have a loss of energy. I don't know. I heard that um, some people get heightened energy. Heightened or awareness. Or like a heightened awareness. Yeah, but that's kind of temporary. Like you're still, but you're aware. You know? I guess. Like you know, when like you're buzzing. No, on it's the clear, drugs. a clearer mind. I've heard right, from people mind. who do ketosis. Bad breath. Forty percent reported bad breath. Yeah. I wonder why. I've heard that one too. I don't know why. Nineteen percent reported kidney problems. <laughs> Vision loss. Just kidding, Vision that's loss. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> Heart-related problems reported elevated. Serum cholesterol, sir. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Gallbladder problems, gout, diabetes, colorectal cancers, and osteoporosis. Hair okay. loss, I've heard too. Oh God. Um, but hell no. Again, this is all like basic. There's not a lot of study that's gone too in depth here, but yeah, these um, are, these there are, are side effects, and there isn't a lot of um, justification, especially. Um, long term. So to maintain this, it's like the raw diet we think is really healthy. Maybe ketosis is super healthy. Um, I don't think it is, but it's really hard to maintain. And most people, most being like high, like 80s, I think, mm -hmm. cannot sustain this for over a year. And if you, even if you do, the actual side effects are compounded. So in my opinion, all 39 of these diets, whether it's ketosis at the bottom or whatever that weird first Dash. one was, dash they're all going to benefit you especially in the short term so i think it'd be nice to conclude this by something that we've said a million times before obviously we are vegan and we support veganism and sometimes we think that diet should go beyond just how it's affecting you um, what about how it's affecting the environment around you and we've talked about animals in the last mm -hmm. podcast but um, if your diet can... Yeah, ketosis isn't saving any cows, man. No, and I think, again, the problem with ketosis is you can go into... And so, some of these other diets, you can eat hot dogs, you can get processed cheese food, you can eat you can eat some pretty crappy stuff. And yeah. We joke about my flabs to abs diet. Yeah. That's what that was. It was like low sugar ketchup. It was. But I like, think that's what gets people to like it, and I don't think that's a good thing, but I think... When you hear, oh, I can still have hot dogs. They're and like, lose weight. Yeah, that's, yeah. And, and the lose the weight thing. The losing the weight, man, when you become vegan, it just happens. Well, no, no, actually, no, 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 hold on, let me back that up. When you put a conscious effort into becoming plant-based and making all your meals get, 
you know, those specific things that I talked about, those G-bombs, if you're trying to get those things, you're not going to gain weight. You just can't. It just doesn't happen. And it's, I don't know, I made like a, you took a Snapchat of me one time a really long time ago because our friend was like, I don't know, I'm struggling with this. And I was like all drunk and I was like, it's not what you're eating. It's what you're not eating. And But it's true. If you're not... <laughs> If you are consciously trying to get greens into your diet and mushrooms and onions and berries and seeds and nuts and you're you're on a quest every day to get that into your diet, you cannot um, – first of all, you're not going to feel unfulfilled because it's super hard. Or it's not super hard, but it's like super fulfilling to eat these foods and it's good for you and you're going to lose weight. We don't talk enough about how – being a vegan, being plant-based helps you lose weight. Or well, we've said, um, we should, and I think that should be a whole episode, but um, we do have an episode about the caloric intake. So you're going to feel fuller on fewer calories. And you're going to eat more. If you have a bag, two bags, and you fill one with you know chicken and you fill one with kale, the density, it's the food density, you're going to get a lot more um, nutrients and and uh, calories out of <laughs> the face you're making. Right I'm kind of confused on the bag analogy. You're going to feel fuller on less calories. Okay. You're going to fill your stomach. You're going to fill that bag with less calories. Yeah. It's going to be full, though. So when your stomach is full, yeah, it's going to have less calories in it, but you're going to feel full. Okay. And are that's you, why. Are you hungry? No, actually, I'm not. Because I just had kidding. a great vegan diet. But all of these, when you. So vegan came in at 19. Yeah. When you go over here and you click on uh, best weight loss diets, What's number one? recategorizes everything. Number one is Weight Watchers, All right. which is kind of ironic. Um, three what are is we? Jenny Craig. Number four. It's tied three, actually, with oh. Jenny Craig. Number three is the vegan diet. Look at that. Um, so we're up there with uh, well, Jenny Craig. Well, isn't that what a diet is for to lose weight? That's most most 99.9% of people get on a diet to lose weight. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm sorry. My soapbox has to come out now. Okay. I'm ready. Well, it's, it's we're late. It's a long episode. Yeah. It's it's past my bedtime. So it's after the holidays. I look on my Instagram. I'm looking at the Facebook, all, all the social medias. I know I'm hitting up Bumble and Tinder and get to it. You know, I'm You're just kidding. full of shit. Anyways, um, I'm looking up these and there's a whole bunch of advertisements for like restarting your diet or jumpstart your diet new or year, new you. Yeah, yeah, new year, new me. And there's all of these advertisements and all these programs and plans that cost money. Jumpstart this. What? Nothing. Go ahead. What was that face? Jumpstart your diet and it it pisses me off. You have to pay attention to me. It pisses me off because with our diet, this plant-based diet, there's no there's no jump-starting anything. I have eaten the same throughout the holidays. I've gained no weight. I like I just said I just had ice cream. Yeah, we went in and out of good vegan, bad vegan. Yeah. And but like this plant-based diet allows you to have plenty of cheat days and you're fine. So it just really irks me that there's this and and these people who are promoting you know jumpstart your diet, they're they're healthy looking people, but yet why do you have to throw away all your Christmas candy or your stocking candy? Why don't you just not get that candy in the first yeah, place? Yeah, it shouldn't irk you. It just it should be more of like this is why we're doing this. We want to tell people that 
This is not that hard. This shouldn't even be considered a diet. No. And it's, it's a it's, lifestyle. It's a cliche to say it's a lifestyle instead of a diet, but it's true. We don't look at this as a diet. You know, we eat the Taco Bell on the road. Mm-hmm. You know, we eat the the Christmas candy that's vegan. We we don't exercise as much in the I winter. I don't think I'm withheld at we don't, all. We don't run because it's four degrees outside right now or whatever that is in Celsius. But um, we we don't feel restricted. And that's not something we should be mad about the other people. Something we should be proclaiming how no. awesome this is. I'm mad about it. And how it. exciting this is and how easy this really is when you start doing it. I'm mad about it. Anyways, that, that my soapbox, it, it dwindled. It was I fine. hopped up on there. Sorry. Yeah, and you weren't paying attention to me. I was. You were, you were like searching the internet. I was trying to find our closing notes here what do we need i just did our closing notes yeah i guess that's true um but again like we said earlier it's we've talked about this is beyond just our health no you know there's more things that that are affected by what you choose to eat every day yeah and the environment and all that other stuff um (laughs) (laughs) and all that other stuff all other things like global warming and whatnot all right well so and we could Bring this all home, as Jimmy likes to say. I do like diets suck, so just go plant based. Yeah, it's not really a diet. No, it's not, and it's cool. So you should do it. Um, all right, look me up on Instagram, <laughs> Lisa Beats Your Meat. Obviously, uh, we are on YouTube. Um, what's it? Lisa's Vegan Family. Subscribe, subscribe. Uh, we're on Twitter, Lisa Beats Meat. Twitter. And um, if you go to my website, you can actually subscribe. I will send you meal plans, um, keep you up to date with all the latest news in plant-based um, the world. And, uh, oh, I have a new um, Facebook page, Plant-Based Weight Loss, where you can discuss any sort of trials or tribulations or successes you've had with a plant-based lifestyle. Let us know. It's called plant-based weight loss. Um, subscribe to it. Is that not taken? Is join. That like- no. So hashtag you. blessed. Um, but subscribe to all of these things. Um, comments, concerns, or questions. Leave us a, a comment. Leave us a. Lisa Beach for me at gmail.com. No, like on the Podbeam or iTunes. Oh comment, yeah. Um, like rate ratings. if you rate us. You want a shout out, man? You want to hear your name across the World Wide Web? Give us a shout-out. We'll give you one out, man. So leave any sort of information you got, and we'll uh, – that's it. Hit you up. Yeah. Um, so those are the diets. We'll, I'll link this in the actual uh, show notes. But uh, that's it. That's episode 34. Two years younger than me. 34. Yeah. I'm going to finish. Fun. Yep. Okay. It's been fun. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. All right. Bye.